All right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Thursday, September the 3rd of 2020. Glad you guys have decided to allow us to be a part of your day today. Today is National Skyscraper Day. Oh. It's one of my nicknames in school because I was so much taller than the rest of the kids. Right. How tall are you? Um, well, my license says 5'10". Oh, but they, so you're actually 5'8". But they also ask. <laughs> so, And I weigh 160 pounds. Hmm. It's also U.S. Bowling League Day, so if you're a bowler, you can celebrate that. Uh, so here we, here we are uh, just after 6 o'clock. I've been up since 2.30 this morning. <laughs> and I have heard about it ever uh, since he walked in. It's an hour and a half before my alarm is supposed to go off. Yeah, that's bad. And it's one of those, I had to go to the bathroom things, and then I laid back down, and my brain just kept yep. going. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the clock, and I thought, man, it's not that much longer. And I'm like, I'm just going to go drink coffee and kind of have quiet time. Because you're scared if you go back to sleep. It's just something's going to knock you off and you're not going to wake up. Or I'll feel even worse yeah. when I finally wake up. So uh, 2.30 in the morning, maybe the earliest I've ever woke up. You got your coffee? Cheers. Uh, yeah, I'm coffeeed right. up. Cheers to you too. It's crazy though. Because like there were days when I was doing my wrestling stuff that 2.30 was like bedtime. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and now it's time to wake up. But I'm already having this food craving. I went through a drive through uh, because Leslie and Kai were out. They were going shopping. They went to Hobby Lobby and stuff. So I got to pick my own lunch, and I went to a place that um, sometimes they don't agree with me on. It's one of my favorite places. So I went there, got my own lunch. I was all excited about that. And then I was like, I wonder what kind of dessert they have. And I saw Mm. that they had a hot fried cinnamon apple pie. Mm -mm. Mm. Haven't had one in forever. Give me four, please. And the cinnamon was like not just like on the inside with the apple pie filling. It was really cinnamony on the outside, too. Cinnamony. Oh, my gosh. I could eat Yum, one right now. That sounds really good. And it was nice and warm. And like typically I'm not an apple pie type of guy. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, mm. it just hit me right. So first thing this morning, I'm drinking some coffee thinking, <laughs> if I could only have one of those fried hot cinnamon apple pies. So Man. I'll tell you where you can go. Grab that later on today. Yes. Because it's worth it. Thanks for starting your morning with us. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1997 and Kenny Chesney had the number one song in country music on this day. She got it all.
Chesney, she's got it all. Number one on this day in 1997. What's happening with your favorite celebrities? Brandon Baxter in the morning's Gotcha Gossip. Gotcha Gossip on The Rock. Dwayne Johnson, who has told the world that he tested positive for COVID-19. Now, it's not just the Brahma Bull The Rock. It's his wife and his two baby girls as well. So The Rock broke the news on his social media. If you missed it, you can hear it directly from Dwayne Johnson. My wife, Lauren, as well as my two baby girls and myself, we have all tested positive for COVID-19. And I can tell you that this has been one of the most challenging and difficult things we have ever had to endure as a family. Testing positive for COVID-19 um, is much different than overcoming nasty injuries or, 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 or being evicted or even being broke, which I have been uh, more than a few times. But I am happy to tell you guys that we as a family are good. We are on the other end of it and we are no longer contagious and we are, thank God, we are healthy. There you go. Good news right there from The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Got you gossip on Dancing with the Stars. So it's finally going to be back. The cast of, of the 29th season of Dancing with the Stars has been announced. Now, let me t- give them to you and tell me what you're going to be excited about and sure. maybe who you think is going to end up winning. Gotcha. All right. So from the Backstreet Boys, AJ McLean. He'll be good. Boy mm-hmm. band dancing. They danced on stage. He'll be good. Right. Olympic figure skater, Johnny Ware. I don't know even know why they get figure skaters because I feel like they're already going to be good. No, he's going to win. Right. There's no you doubt. think so? He's going to yeah. win. He can do those crazy things on ice. Right. Why could he not do that on a dance floor? Yeah. They say it's different, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Actress Justina Machado from One Day at a Time. Uh, rapper Nelly. That'll be fun to watch. Oh, that will be fun. Stylist Jeannie Mai from How Do I Look and The Real. Cheerleading coach Monica Aldama from Cheer. I think she's going to be great. Uh, 18-year-old actress, YouTuber Sky Jackson. Yeah, she's on Jesse. Kai's going to love that. He loves her. Yes. Actor Jesse Metcalf from Desperate Housewives. Caitlin Bristow from The Bachelorette. Former NFL tight end Vernon Davis. Actress Anne Hesch. Former NBA player Charles Oakley. Nev Shulman from Catfish. And... Last but not least, Carol Baskin from The Tiger King. There you go. Dancing with the Stars coming back. When is it? This month, right? September 14th. All right. So, hey, Miley Cyrus was recently talking about her divorce from Liam Hemsworth. And she talked about why it was so difficult. Because essentially she realized in that situation, based on what she had done in the past, people kind of considered her to be the villain yeah, in that situation. Of Miley Cyrus was talking about that on the Joe Rogan podcast, and here's a little snippet of what Miley had to say. I recently just went through a very public divorce. What really sucked about it wasn't the fact that me and someone that I loved realized that we don't love each other the way that we used to anymore. That's okay. I can accept that. I can't accept the villainizing. So you can check that out on the Joe Rogan podcast if you want Miley Cyrus, an in-depth interview in Kind of an insight into Miley. And I'll say Joe Rogan can make anyone share anything. No, he's good. Yeah. Miley has a new song out. It's called Midnight Sky. If you haven't heard that, here's a sneak peek at Miley's newest single. Cyrus, and of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got your gossip. 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. The NFL is coming back pretty soon, right? People mm-hmm. are excited about football. We want to have a sense of normalcy in our favorite teams and all of that. They say that during the NFL season, the average NFL fan is going to watch 18 hours worth of commercials. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Does that tell you how many commercials we sit through to watch wow. NFL games? Isn't that crazy? It is. They say it's 18 hours of commercials this season for the average fan but only 6.5 hours of actual action because they're so, you know, in football, it starts, stop, start, stop yes. and plays and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So again, those stats, as you prepare to sit on your couch all day and watch the NFL on Sunday and Monday and Thursday, 18 hours worth of commercials, 6.5 hours of actual football. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Do you like Billy Joel? Love Billy Joel. So if I wanted to give uh, like some Billy Joel stuff this morning, we could. Sing us a song, you're the piano man. Sing us a song tonight. So you know. Yeah. Well, we're all in the mood I read this thing on Billy Joel. But he doesn't sell tickets, like his front row tickets for his concerts. He doesn't sell those seats. Really? So I'm like, wait a minute, he leaves it empty on the front row so people are further back. But no, the story is, is that he has members of his team go up to the very top of the building and find those super loyal fans, <gasps> and he brings them down to the front row. That's awesome. So the vision is they had the worst seats in the building, but they still wanted to go. So he knows how bad they wanted to be at the show. Man. So he rewards those people who paid for really bad seats and brings them all the way down front. Front row at Billy Joel. Mm. How awesome is that? And when she knows what she wants from her Christy Brinkley. Yep. When she wakes and her so, I mean, we could play some Billy Joel. I think a lot of people will know these songs. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Maybe you my life? you said to your mom when you were like 16, right? Go ahead with your own life. Leave me alone. That's it. Never said you had to offer me a second chance. I never said I was Name the TV show that was the theme for. We've talked about this before. Let me see if you oh, remember. Welcome back, Cotter. Welcome back, Cotter. No. <laughs> um, I have no idea. I'm going to remember it when Two you guys. tell me. Two guys. Oh, um, not Charles in Charge. Uh, bosom buddies. There you go. I Billy Joel, right there. One more. Pretty cool, though. Billy Joel doesn't sell the front row of his concerts. He brings fans from the very top and puts them down front. That's awesome. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A couple of nights ago, police in Leesburg, Florida, found a 19-year-old girl, her name's Madison, sitting in the middle of a highway median, and she was drunk. Oh. Well, it turned out she got in an argument with her boyfriend, and she made him stop his truck to let her out. Wait, he did it? He did. And he left? He left. No, he didn't. (laughs) You want to tell him good job? (laughs) That's awesome. Mm -mm. That is so awesome. Well, police found him nearby, and guess what, Brandon? He ended up with a DUI, so he wasn't doing too well. Well, 
Madison wasn't facing any charges at that point, but while they were arresting the boyfriend, she asked the cops if she could go to the bathroom on the side of the road. Okay. And the officers offered to drive her to the gas station. Okay. Well, instead, she pulled down her pants, squatted in front of their police car, hung onto the front bumper, and just went for it. Everybody's done that at some point. So after she pulled her pants up, they arrested her for disorderly intoxication. Hmm. Things went bad to worse for Monica, or for Ma- Madison. <laughs> on her way to jail, she offered one of the officers some activities if he'd give back her jewel device that he had confiscated. Okay. Yeah. This is a disaster. Madison was charged for disorderly intoxication and trying to bribe a public servant. But speaking of really needing to go to the bathroom, I remember just a few months ago, it was really challenging to find toilet paper. Oh, yeah. And what happens when the world runs out of toilet paper? What happens, Kelly? Depends. People are crazy. Uh-uh. <laughs> Brandon, Baxter in the morning. It's for you parents out there who still have to put your kids to bed. And we have to do this every night. We have like this, it's basically a routine. A ritual, like every night, same thing? Pretty much. Yeah. And it normally means that Kai is going to do something like play a game or watch a show by himself. And me and Leslie get to watch a show. And then he's going to come to us mm-hmm. and we all watch a show together, which could be anywhere from 23 minutes to 42 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it's time to get him ready for bed. A lot of times, if we're going to have a fry out at my house, it happens around bedtime. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, Kai kicks into a different gear right before bed. Because they're trying not to go. To, they're, they're, they're worn out. They're trying not to yeah. go to sleep. That's the last thing they want to do. They think they're going to miss something. So sometimes he runs up and jumps on my back, and then I have to flip him over. And then you have to start wrestling right before you go to bed. I'm sure that's how it is, isn't it, Dad? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that causes major fry-outs. Totally understand that. They say the average parent with a young kid will spend 34 minutes a night on getting their kid to go to bed. And it's like mine are older now, but it's like water. And then it's my stomach hurts. And yeah. The most popular excuses. Well, number one, I'm not tired. Number two, I'm hungry. Number three, I, I need to go to the bathroom. Then it's, I'm thirsty, mm-hmm. I want another story, I'm too hot, or I'm too cold. These are all excuses mm-hmm. our kids are giving us. Uh, they say uh, things like, hey, I want to tell you what I did today. They want to tell you a story. Uh, they say that maybe they want a specific toy, they want you to cuddle with them. Mm-hmm. These are all things that happen within a seven-day stretch in my house. Man. Those excuses are built in, but again, we spend on average 34 minutes at night trying to get our kid to go to bed, which ends up every year to being nine full days. Wow. <laughs> Just trying to get the kid go to go to, to bed. Sleep. And then the fry out happens. I've got another excuse that one of mine used to use. What's that? He used to think that Bigfoot was looking in his window because he had watched one too many Bigfoot things on um, YouTube. Yeah. And had himself convinced that it was real. And since our house has had some woods in it, like in the backyard, yeah. there's my, we have like three trees. It was woods. And that's where Bigfoot was going to come from. Oh, he knew it. Uh-huh. Yeah. For, yeah. So for a minute, I had to uh, fall asleep up there because uh, of Bigfoot. Literally for about eight years of Kai's life, me and my wife slept apart. Yeah, it's tough. Because she would go and he, he'd be like, Mom, lay with me. So she'd lay there. Then she would get tired. And then there was a point before we had like the, the fan in there with them that kind of made some white noise mm-hmm. or the sound machines and stuff like that. She would try to get out and sneak out. And then like her ankle would pop and yeah. literally he would shoot right up. Where are you going, Mom? Yep. And so I finally just gave up. I got used to having the bed to myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. 
So then when she came back, it cramped my style. <laughs> oh my gosh. Scoot over. <laughs> but you know how, like, yeah. there is something about if you have a bed and you're able to, if you normally share it, and then you're able to spread out. <sighs> yeah. And sometimes you do that just so the other person doesn't have room. Oh, That's what Kelly told that, me. That is not true. That is what you said earlier. No. But I have it documented right here in my documentation. It came out of your mouth. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I've been up now almost five hours. <laughs> Who wakes up at 2.30 and decides that's a good time to be awake? You did. That was dumb. Well. <laughs> I can tell you right now, that was dumb. At about 10 o'clock? Oh. Uh, well, because I had another hour and a half, I could have slept, but my brain was going crazy and I just couldn't, you know. I thought, I'm going to lay here and drive myself crazy, mm-hmm. so I just got up at 2.30. How much coffee have you had? A lot. My four cups. You're a little fidgety. Do you think so? Yeah. Oh, no. My anxiety is going to go through the roof in a minute. <laughs> Don't tell me you can tell. You're shaking from here. Just play it off like you can't tell. Okay. All right, Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday to you. Ah, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. Thursday, September the 3rd of 2020. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to our friend PJ Clark. Truman High School, he's a senior. Happy birthday, PJ. Happy birthday, man. Also celebrating today, Sharon Boston has a birthday. Adriana Castillo of Stuttgart. We have Justin Hall from DeWitt. Randy Crook has a birthday. Patty Hess from Wynn. Sierra Champion of Monette turns 10. Olivia Box of Piggott, six years old today. Amanda Taylor is celebrating. Brandon Griffin has a birthday. Charlotte Wilson of Jonesboro. Callie Davis from Tuckerman. And Chantel Carter of Stuttgart celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Kaya Gerber is 19. That's the model and daughter of Cindy Crawford. Yeah, she's got it pretty much made, right? Yes. Yeah, she's got her mom's, some type of feature with her mom. You can see it. Yes, definitely. Yeah, she'll make a ton of money. OMI is 34. I think it's Omi. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, I wouldn't know that because I do country. Yep. Omi. Is 34. You know this song here, maybe? Oh, I think that I found myself a We're friends. I call him OMI. Yeah. Sean White is 34 today. Of course, he's an Olympic snowboarder. What's his nickname? The Flying Tomato. That's true. <laughs> Red Foo from LMFAO is 45. You might know this one as well. Kelly requests that this is played every time she walks into the building. I'm sexy and I know it. Everyone knows you're the one that wants to play that No, song. you hush. Red Foo from LMFAO is celebrating his 45th birthday today. Charlie Sheen is 55. Hashtag still winning. Yep. Eric Bell is 73. 
That's Thin Lizzy guitarist. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Eric Bell, Thin Lizzy, 73 today. And one of the original Beach Boys, Al Jardine, is 78 today. All right, so I guess this means you want me to do a whole montage you must. of Beach Boys. Yes. So in your family, was it your mom or your dad who was the biggest Beach Boys fan? My dad. Okay, so this was really outside of gospel music, the only music yes. Kelly was allowed to listen to as a kid. I thought in third grade that uh, top of the charts was the Beach Boys, because that's what I listened to. Let's go back and relive some moments, okay? Yeah. You want to try to sing along? Sure. See if you remember. HD at the time. Wow. <laughs> it really sounds so different, mm-hmm. right? If everybody had an ocean across the USA, then everybody be served like California. You see them wearing their baggies. Did you meet this guy? Yes, the guy singing. His name's Mike Love. Did you ever meet Al Jardine, who celebrates his birthday today? I did not. I got huh. to be on stage with him, but I didn't sell it. I didn't get to meet him. All right, one of Kelly's favorites. That's a good song. I knew you would like it. And of course, my favorite, all-time favorite Beach Boys song. And Brandon, who's playing the drums in this song right here on this recording? Uh, I don't you even want to mention it. Yeah, I know who it is. I just saw it. Say it. Uncle Jesse. John Stan. Happy birthday to Al Jardine of the Beach Boys, who celebrates today. Country Music News. K-Fine. Country Music News. On Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Kelsey Ballerini felt like she was snubbed when the CMA nominations came out on Tuesday. She wasn't nominated for anything. And she went to social media and she said, hey, I'm kind of disappointed. But in times of trial and struggle... She wants to rise up, and now she's told us that she has a new album coming out on uh, September the 11th, so it's one week from tomorrow. And this album is not going to be all brand new music, but it's going to be a reimagined version of her most recent album, which was called Kelsey. So this one is going to be called Ballerini, and she's going back in and kind of reimagining some of the songs from the Kelsey album. So if you remember, there was a song called uh, Club. I don't want to go to the club. Mm-hmm. That was the Kelsey Ballerini song. Let me give you a sneak peek at the original. I could be the life of any party. Fun, poppy music from Kelsey. I can play along with anybody. This is the first one. So on her album coming out next week, Ballerini, she has stripped this down and given us a different perspective on that song. And this is what the new perspective sounds like. I could be the life of any party. Yeah, and I 
can play along with anybody But I don't wanna go to the club Oh, I don't wanna watch everybody around me trying to hook up And say stuff they don't mean Get drunk and get cheap So what's wrong with me? Cause I don't wanna go to the club It's different, right? So Ballerini comes out one week from tomorrow on September the 11th. Okay, guys, if you're already a Blake Shelton fan, this is going to make you an even bigger fan, especially if you're a teacher. So a teacher from Texas, she teaches at a low-income school. She sent him a tweet. Now, this is what this okay. is what the tweet said. Blake Shelton, please, I teach at a low-income school in Texas. I've never had my list cleared. Could you at least share? It would mean everything to me to hashtag clear the list. Texas loves you. Basically what that is, teachers can get on and they they put on a list or they put a list of everything that their students are going to need for the year, for the semester. And everything's super expensive. And schools don't have a lot of money to allocate to teachers. So she reached out to Blake Shelton. Well, he retweeted and he said, oh, heck, I've had a few drinks. I'll take care of it for you. So he's writing her a check, and he's going to take care of her classroom. He's paying for all of it? Yes. That's awesome. How awesome is that? That's an Oklahoma guy helping a Texas teacher. That's pretty awesome. Hey, the ACM Awards are less than two weeks away. They're going to air on Wednesday, September the 16th on CBS. This is the Academy of Country Music Awards. Uh, So now we know some new performers, Eric Church, Dan and Shay, Mickey Guyton. Kane Brown, Luke Bryan, Florida George Line, and Morgan Wallen all performing on the ACM Awards. And they join, already announced, Tim McGraw, Luke Combs, and Miranda Lambert. Keith Urban is hosting that. And again, that is happening in 13 days on September the 16th. And it will air on CBS. Speaking of award shows, we do know that country music is going to celebrate and have the CMA Awards, but it's going to be uh, essential personnel only. They announced that fans will not be able to go inside the venue, which I think it's not surprising at this point, but it's still not clear where they're going to have it. Typically, they have it at Bridgestone Arena in downtown Nashville, but they have not made an announcement yet. And then the 2020... CMA Awards are going to air November 11th, and the hosts have yet to be announced. All right, that's your country music news on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. 28 years ago, 1992, on this day, Prince signed a contract with Warner Brothers. At the point, at that time, it was the highest paying contract ever in music, $100 million for 10 albums. $10 million per album from Prince. It was back in 1992, 28 years ago. That's a big contract. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a huge deal now. Mm-hmm. But think about that when you rewind 28 years for Prince. Lots of great Prince songs. I don't know which one was your favorite. Uh, I think probably 1999 is mine. So you like that one? I love that one. I went through a Prince phase at one point. Where I was like, yeah, that's my dog. <laughs> don't have And y'all, what about the Batman movie? Wasn't this in Batman? No. I think it's a different one. Not, no? No, not this one. Are you sure? I think it's, isn't it the one that says Vicky Vale? It's that remix one on Batman? Maybe. She loves correcting me. And you love it when I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Live in 
It was on this day, 28 years ago, 1992, Prince became the highest paid rock star ever with a $100 million deal. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, hey, can I go to the restroom? Nope, you can't. You already went. Uh, can I go get gas in my car? Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, after this. So parents live to embarrass their kids. It's pretty much a rite of passage. My parents embarrassed me. Yeah, but what you did was inappropriate and you felt bad about it because here's how I knew you felt bad. You said, hey, nobody's really responding to what I've posted. Do you think this is bad? My response, yes, this is bad. Because what Kelly did was she went to her Instagram story and posted a photo of her going to the bathroom. Hang on. Now, the way you phrase this... Okay, you're going to say, is it true? Okay, here's what I did. Okay, let me ask you, is it true? Did yes, you post a photo? Yes, you're going to let me explain it. Of you in the bathroom? Yes. Going to the bathroom? No. On the toilet? No. Liar? No. Lie. I did not post a photo of me on the toilet going to the bathroom. You posted a photo of yourself on the toilet. Where were you when you took the photo? Well, maybe the nope. toilet seat was down. <laughs> no, And it's I was not. sitting there tying my shoes. Who does that? Listen. If people are honest with themselves and you are a liar and you, I will tell you this to your face. If you tell me you go to the bathroom and you don't take your phone, you are a liar straight from the pits. No, here's what, okay. Let me confess. Most of us do that. Most of us don't document and share with the world when we're there. Listen, here I am. I was in a hurry. I I would like, because you're going to make people have a certain vision of me, and it's not going to be good. I want to let everyone know it. Was, this was just a moment in the bathroom. This was maybe 10 seconds in the bathroom, and I was leaving. So I basically had everything in my hands going to the bathroom. And when I sat down to go, number one, my dog's entered into the bathroom and but they both sat there and looked at me and I literally started laughing out loud I'm like y'all are weird so I took a picture of it and I thought it was funny then you decided to share that with 5,000 people you on the toilet because it's relatable and if you tell me that you have an indoor pet and you've gone into the bathroom and hadn't shut the door just because you're going to only be in there for a second and you go to the bathroom and girls we sit down on the toilet every single time now if a man did it I'd be like ugh. Because you know what he's doing. We think we know what you're doing. But we have to sit down. Do you know how many times we go to the bathroom? It doesn't matter. Millions. It's ridiculous. It's embarrassed your son. It caused him to be embarrassed in front of his teenage friends. Because here is his mother. (laughs) His mother. The owner of a business. Oh, Brandon. Documenting her urine problems. Number one, there was no problem. So thanks for inserting problem. There was no problem. I just thought it was relatable. And I knew that animal lovers, especially dogs, that give their owners no Mm -hmm. privacy would be like, Mm -hmm. oh gosh. Now, I did start panicking after about an hour and a half. Nobody wanted to respond to After about an hour and a half, I was like, oh gosh, like maybe people think this is inappropriate. Yes, it's weird. Well, to those of you that think it's inappropriate, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. I would and post you can't it apologize again. to Kurt right a, now. I'm not who's apologizing. Who's embarrassed in front of a bunch of 17 year old <laughs> young men? <laughs> He's in the, the car right now. Yeah. I love you, buddy. Kurt, I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. And I'm going to to chop her down because of it and tell her this. And this is where I said to you when, when you said to me, Do you think it's inappropriate? I said, Anytime you post something, you need to put it through the Carrie Underwood filter and say, Would Carrie She's Underwood boring. do this? She, she wouldn't post it. That's the filter. I have to do what Carrie Underwood does. You need to put it through the filter of here is somebody who people kind of look up to and respect. 
who's a good role model. Everyone goes to the bathroom. You could not see me. It doesn't matter. Here's what the if thing I start that, taking pictures of my wall while I'm going to the bathroom? Hey, y'all, what's happening? That's dumb. Nobody, nobody no. wants to see your wall. Nobody wants to see your dogs watching you pee. Well, I will tell you, I got tons of comments. No, you didn't. Oh, my gosh, my dogs do that, too. Mm. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. Close the door. Don't share it. My husband thought it was funny. Of course he did. It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. It, no, it does I matter. stand firm. You I'm sorry you didn't figure. get to see it, guys. Can you imagine? I'm going to repost I'm it. I'm going to mention, I should mention one of my friends who does news. Can no. you imagine her doing that? That'd be funny. No, it wouldn't. It'd be weird. I'd be like, you know what? She's normal. No, it'd be weird. I'd be like, she's normal. Guess she's what? one of us. We know she goes to the bathroom. Exactly. We know you go to the bathroom, too. We don't have to document it. I stand it. by it. You know what? I'm posting it again. It's ridiculous. Bad call. I'm standing by it. Does it pass the Carrie Underwood test? I don't care. It passes the Amy Schumer test, but hey! maybe not the Carrie Underwood <laughs> test. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you love snacks and uh, what some people might deem as junk food, but I love them too, so I'm going to tell you I'm excited about Reese's Snack Cakes. What? So basically what they're going to be is like a breakfast cake. But probably not really, Mm -hmm. but like you could eat them for breakfast, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be a snack cake, which is chocolate cake with Reese's peanut butter cream on top and then covered in chocolate. Sounds like a great breakfast. 380 calories, Hmm. which might be kind of high, but take a look at this. Oh. Chocolate cake, peanut butter covered in chocolate. It kind of looks like those cosmic brownies, like at the bottom, you know, those cosmic brownies. But how good does that look? Looks really good. Reese's snack mm. cakes coming out before the end of 2020. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So let's say I need to reach out to you. Would you rather me call you out of the blue? You don't know I need you. I just call. Or would you prefer that I text? Text. Most of the time. Yeah. Every time. Yes. Outside. Because I don't know if you kind of operate like I do. If it's a disaster call. And that way I know, oh my gosh. Something's going on that's very important. Right. That's why somebody called. Don't call me if you just need to tell me what time to be there. Yeah. Send me a text. Or what do you want for dinner or right. or any of that stuff. Yeah. Because I think sometimes my wife accuses me of not sounding very friendly on a phone call. You're really not. What do you mean? I don't like talking don't to you on the phone either. I've probably talked to you twice in five years on, on the, the phone. phone. I know. That's why I don't like it. And then you're really weird. No, you're weird. No, you're, you're like, weird. hey, it's Brandon, it's me. No, I don't say that. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter. I do not say my name when my name <laughs> pops up on your phone. That's dumb. But like, I literally in five years, I think I've called Kelly maybe twice. Yeah. Maybe three times. And she acts like something is totally no, wrong if I have to call. Literally, we'll both go, why are you being so weird? And you're right. like, why are you being weird? And I'm like, just... I don't know. We sit in a room and talk right across from each other all day. But on the phone, we don't know how to act. Uh, And she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Nothing. Like, nothing is wrong. Yeah, it's weird. I just need you to do something. So anyway, let me give you some stats from a new survey talking about what people prefer to have a call or a text. They say that if you're under the age of 39, that 72% of people say text. It's text Mm -hmm. if you're under the age of 39. Here's a surprising thing. If you're between the ages of 40 and 54, it's still a preference for you to text. Okay. 61% of people say, hey, just text me. Mm -hmm. Because here's what happens. I would rather be able to respond to the text at my own convenience as opposed to random phone call 
which could go forever. Yeah, just either leave a message or just send a quick text. Let yeah. me know what you need, and then I can work on it before I get back to you. Yeah, and if it needs to be a phone call, cool. We'll have the phone call, but give me an idea of how much time I need to allot for said phone call. Yeah. This isn't the old days of you just call and you're just seeing what's happening. Yeah. Because I remember as a kid, like when you first get your own phone line or a phone in your room or whatever, this is back in the 90s, it was like, hey, what are you doing? Nothing, what are you doing? Those were the phone calls. Right. You did it just because mm-hmm. you had the phone. Mm-hmm. But now because we're in constant contact with people mm-hmm. and essentially constant conversation between phone calls, text, and emails. Well, and social we, media. We really don't need to talk. Right. Now, there's going to be people who are going to hear this and they're going to say, wait a minute, you're losing the art of communication. People won't know how to communicate if everything is via text. And I get that. But if the preference for most people is just text me because it's easier and we're seeing that even impact people as they get older, why are we calling people? Habit. Like I get you need to call your grandparents if they're in their 70s or their 80s, 90s, any of that stuff. I get it. Kids, grandkids, for sure. I totally get that. But if you're talking about people who are kind of in your own, you know, age group, your yeah. own social bubble, as the term mm-hmm. is now, then I think it's probably okay to text. I and agree. I say if I had to choose one or the other, like if I could disable my text or my calling. Oh, that's easy. Calling's out. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't talk to anybody. And I still don't talk to anybody. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's going to go up on our socials here in just a few minutes. We want to know what you think. Do you prefer a phone call or a simple text. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. Brandon Baxter in the morning. A new survey shows that people would prefer to receive a text over a phone call unless you're over the age of about 55. And then it kind of becomes more of a hey, call me type mm-hmm. thing. So it's up on our social media. We want to know what you're thinking this morning. I'll run through uh, some of the ones I'm seeing from, uh, let's see here, from Lisa. She says it depends on who it's from. And I get that. Yeah. But, but I do think most of the time started off with a text. Right. Uh, from Lena, she says, text, definitely. From Stanley Stickler, text. From Sheena, text. Teresa, text. Ben, text. Kristen, text. And then there's Jonathan Ray, who says, phone call. How old is he? Uh, I don't know how old he is. Are you mm. saying that he might be old enough that that's his generation? Yes. And that is not a dig at all. We grew up in the generation of, hey, we want to talk on the phone just to talk. And I'm just talking about people that are even 10 years older than us that are that would rather call than text. No, I get it. Yeah. But I am definitely a texter. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Text me. No calls. Unless unless it's something like, hey, there's sometimes you want to reconnect with people like that. Yeah. Or you want to hear what's Mm -hmm. going on. But start it off with, hey, you want to chat in like five minutes? It just helps because everybody's busy. Yeah, or hey, maybe in 20 minutes I'm available. Right. What do you see? Lisa Sipe says, a text for me personally, but for my business, I have to I have to answer a phone call. So, no, of course, yeah. yeah. Donna, Donna Ann says, I hate text. Uh, Marie says, text. Alan Young says, call. Really? Yeah. All right, so the question is, do you prefer for people to reach out to you via text or via phone call? That's the question. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I mentioned that I woke up at 2.30 this morning and got out of bed and started working Mm. and paying bills. Actually, my first thing was paying bills. Well, no wonder you came in in a bad mood. Well, it is what it is. (laughs) But so my alarm normally goes off now about 3.50. I think it's 3.53. So I was up about an hour and a half before normal. And um, it's not a real good decision 
But you mentioned that my nap would be like yeah. glorious today when I finally yeah. go home and take a nap. What I read, though, was that naps are bad. And Kai's told me this forever. Every time I'm like, hey, buddy, I'm going to go take a quick nap. He says, dad, it's going to do damage to your brain. It's going to do damage to your heart. It's because he wants you to keep playing with him. I know that. I know, but I'm tired. Yeah, I know. Because we work and it's stressful and like we're having to perform and then you have people and people need stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I get home and I'm like, I need to crash. But Mm -hmm. like I crash for like an hour to an hour and a half. A new study is showing that if you take too many unnecessary naps, you're about 20% 20 more likely to die earlier. Well, great. Yeah. So when you're tired... If you want to nap. Now, here's here's kind of how it breaks down, though. If you get less than six hours of sleep a night, they say it's not quite as bad for you. Oh, awesome. Well, that'd be me. So we're kind of, I think we're about the same. Mm-hmm. What do you say your average I'd say, number of hours? <clears throat> All of these health professionals are going to be upset at like four to six hours a night. Four to six. And I would say. That's terrible. <clears throat> yeah, it is. And sometimes on the weekends, I would say I try to make it up. And I every, do too. every once in a while, I'll get a nap. But the naps are typically like 45 minutes to an hour before I have to go to another job or whatever. And they feel bad. And when I get up, even though it's not long, I'm like, oh my gosh, what just, it's like you're having to get up all over again. I told a friend of mine the other day, I feel like I get two days in one. Because it's like I wake up and I still have plenty of day left. Or my husband will say, it was funny what y'all said on the show this morning, and I won't remember yeah. because the show this morning was hours and hours and hours ago, yeah. and I'm already at a, you know, at a different job with different people, different atmosphere. It's, it's exhausting. It is. Uh, and most, you know, like people say, you get used to waking up real early in the morning. I'm like, no, you don't. No. It's still, it's just as bad. Now you get... Your body tries to become accustomed to it, but that doesn't mean I go to bed at seven o'clock like I probably should. We we can't. <laughs> no, because we have families yes. and wives and husbands mm-hmm. and kids and all of that stuff. But they're saying again that uh, the, the they still say that most people need between seven and nine hours of sleep to be functioning and to feel right and to allow your body to recharge because that's really why yeah. you rest is for your body to recharge mm-hmm. and come back and be strong again and for your mental faculties to be the same. So you and I are running basically depleted all the time. Man. And now the studies say that if you take too many unnecessary naps, you're more likely to die. <laughs> well. So think about those, like think about, you know, you hear about kids in high school, college kids, they get in there and they sleep for 13 or 14 hours. Uh-huh. Or my 17 year old. Does he do that too? Yes. Long? All of them do. Really? 17, 17, 13. It's sleeping forever. Ever. But see, I remember wanting to wake up to have time to go do stuff. Oh, they will in the afternoon. That is so crazy to <laughs> me. Anyway, stats are out there. I wanted to share those with you this morning. So hopefully if I go home and nap today, I'll be okay when I wake up. Good luck. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so the question is, call or text? A new study shows that most people, if you're under the age of 55, say text first. Mm -hmm. But it could be different for people who share the morning with us. Let's go through some of the responses. We have Brent Mild who says it depends on several things. If it's going to be a lengthy conversation, then call. If it's a serious matter, call. He does say you can easily misinterpret someone through text. And he goes on to say, personally, I love to hear the person's voice because you can't read tone or mood through text. If it's a simple matter, then text. I I, I actually agree with that. I like what he said. So Brent Mild right there. Uh, Candace Dalton says text, especially for an appointment reminder. Uh, Brittany Jenkins text. When people call me, I immediately think something is wrong. Yep, I do too. 
And David Damron says, no, it's text. So the question today, which do you prefer, a call or a text? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So a guy stood up in Lincoln, Nebraska, and he gave a speech. Uh, His speech in front of the city council was uh, very impassioned about chicken wings. Okay. And his deal is he believes that the city should agree to rename boneless chicken wings. Because the boneless is not from the wing of a chicken. He said that has to be breast. Okay. It's dude. not really from the wing. I just Because that meat's him. not the same. And you, you know that the meat's not the same on the wing as, as what a boneless wing tastes like. I'm going to call him and ask him to put his, his passion and his efforts into something different. He says he's tired of people pretending that this isn't the breast of a chicken. That this is actually a wing. And he says he believes we should rename them. To mainly, uh, to possibly buffalo style chicken tenders or wet tenders or saucy nugs or, he said, trash. Oh my goodness. So I guess he's a fan of the bone. Huh, I guess so. Are you more boneless or a fan of the bone? Boneless. Really? Yes. See, my daughter can take one of those, those ones with the bone in it mm-hmm. and literally, you know how people will eat, you're one of them, aren't you? Do all you do I you go put, all the way. And, and there's nothing left on the bone? I mean, basically. That makes me sick. That's why I don't I don't like that. I, I like just the, the boneless. I'm a bone guy. Yeah. So anyway, what type uh what type of wing do you like? And do you believe that chicken wings should not be called boneless chicken wings because they're not really the wings of a chicken? Brandon Baxter in the morning. So on today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you can hear all about Kelly's inappropriate Instagram post. That has caused embarrassment in her family. Why would you have to start off with that? Because that is, I mean, literally, we don't argue much. Mm-hmm. We have argued about this on multiple occasions because I believe what she did <laughs> should have been taken back immediately. <laughs> and then she felt vindicated because it's her feed. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Plus, we talk about the whole idea of calling versus texting. Because a new study shows that more people want to be communicated with via text. What do you think? We talk about that on the show this morning as well. You can find all of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available wherever you get your podcast. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The fifth season finale of To Tell the Truth and back-to-back episodes on ABC, Celebrity Game Face on E!, and the series premiere of Raised by Wolves on HBO Max, a sci-fi series about two androids programmed to start a colony and raise children on a barren planet. Nice. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.